Hey! Welcome to the B-Team Podcast. My name is Justin, and today I am joined by Milos. Shit is full. <laughs> and Boris. Uh, what's up? <laughs> and uh, today we are going to continue uh, some movies that were originally part of our advent calendar um, that we're just getting to now. Um, so that's what I've been calling my uh, our... Uh, Holiday Hangover series. So far, we've done November, Christmas, and the Muppet movies. Um, now we got these two that are going to be coming out. Um, this one is Klaus um, that you're going to be listening to today. Um, it is a 2019 Netflix movie um, directed by Sergio Pablos in his directorial debut. Um, it's got a lot of names. It's got Jason Schwartzman, uh, J.K. Simmons, uh Cheetah Jones, Will Sasso, um, and uh, it's also Norm MacDonald's last uh, film role released in his lifetime. Um, Also, uh, Joan Cusack was in it as well. And uh, basically what this movie is, it's an alternate um, origin story of Santa Claus where a uh, postman um, in the far north or whatever um, has to go and basically be punished and sent to this uh, land where two rival peoples are going after each other, and through the magic of this man named Claus, um, who gives presents and toys to the children, um, he gets them to write letters. His letters go up, and as he hits the the quota for his letter uh, letter deliveries, um, you know, uh, the the people don't like the fact that Claus is bringing their children presents and making them get along because they hate each other so they basically start writing more and more letters the way the post office will come and take them away um then he ends up staying and they end up defeating you know the main people or whatever and you know claus wins and uh so yeah that's my plot in a nutshell uh milosh uh how did you come to this i released on netflix and i watched it all right, that sounds. What is that? I mean, it's a newer movie, so there's no, you know, elaborate story behind it. It was mm. just 2019, released on uh, Netflix. Uh, reviews were good. People, you know, and, and the poster looked uh, mildly interesting. So I was okay, okay, let's give it a watch. I don't oh, know, and oh, uh, oh. I was pleasantly surprised. Really, really enjoyed it. Mm. All right, and uh, Boris. Yeah, same thing, man. Uh, popped up on Netflix, and I think uh, was uh, Christmas Chronicles uh, released the year before, or uh, the Christmas Chronicles two the same year. I don't know. I'm not sure, but Netflix uh, had some. Uh, I, think it, I think it was the year before for the first one, and then I think uh, the second one came out in 2020. Yeah, right. And uh, I think uh, because I think Christmas Chronicles released uh, first. I thought, oh, okay, uh, Netflix uh, had a good thing uh, last Christmas with the Christmas movie. Let's give this a shot because uh, the trailer, uh, I uh, play all my uh, all my trailers on Netflix are muted, but it looked cool. And I was like, yeah, it's Christmas time. Let's see what this is. And that's about it, actually. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, this was, yeah Chronicles um, this were 18 and Chronicles 2 yeah. were 20. Yep. Yeah, that's there right. Go, yeah. In between two Chronicles, yeah. Um, this actually was the first time I had ever seen it. Um, I had never watched it, and uh, I thought it was great. I 
thought it was like a little fantastic little movie. I thought the animation was great. Um, I thought the story was great. I thought it was uh, nicely written, uh, nicely directed for an animated film. Um, you know, and uh, the voice cast was actually pretty great. Um, you know, I, I picked up on a few voices. Um, but um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, I thought all, overall it's a really really solid film. Um, I guess this movie had a budget of uh forty million. Um, obviously no no box office because it was released on Netflix. Um, but that kind of seems like in the ballpark of what animated movies are nowadays. Um, and then uh, it did win a few awards. It won seven awards at the forty seventh Annie Awards, which is the award show for um animated films and animated mm-hmm. stuff. Um, including best animated feature. Uh, Best Animated Film at the British Film uh, British Academy Film Awards and it was also nominated for the Oscars uh, for Best Animated Feature Um, but I think it lost in my opinion in my opinion while uh, it lost Toy Story Story 4 yeah I would have (laughs) given it to Klaus I think I remember off the top Mm. of my head the all the nominations for the animated stuff but I think it was pretty strong year, and I think Toy Story Four kind of nabbed it more on the fact that it's a Toy Story than anything yeah. else. Plus, people plus still weren't first, taking yeah. people still weren't taking Netflix uh, Oscar nominations that seriously. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, this was the best nomi- best animated movie of the year. Yeah, this was the uh, first. Um, this was the first uh, streaming film. Uh, streaming animated film to be released uh, to be uh, nominated um, alongside I Lost My Body, which I had never heard of, um, for an Oscar. So I mean, it makes sense. You know, it's the first one. They were kind of just like, oh yeah, it's a nice little movie. Let's put it on there. But it's not going to get anything because nobody, none of none of the Academy has probably watched it. And it's like you know, Disney is in their pockets, so you know, might as well give it to Disney. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was um, a it was a great movie when it came out. I remember people talked a lot about it, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, apparently, I was looking a little bit into this. Apparently, uh, Sergio Pablos, uh, also worked during uh, Disney Renaissance. Um, so he was on uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules, Tarzan, um. And uh, yeah, so he he uh, has a lot of background in terms of uh, you know. Uh, traditional animation, yeah. traditional animation, and then obviously getting into the digital stuff. Um, he was shopping us around in 2012, which is crazy, um, dude. Really? Yeah, and it, and wow. it said at the time the studio was seeking investment, co-production, and distribution partners. It was shopped around to various studios, but most most studios rejected the movie, viewing it as too risky. And in 2017, uh, Netflix announced that they had a- acquired the global rights to Claws. And that's when they announced all the uh, the um, casting things and stuff like that. So it's pretty interesting. Um, wow. it, they were planning on actually putting it in an qualifying run in theaters. Um, but I don't think they ended up... Did they end up putting it in theaters? No. No, I, I don't think so, even, man. No. Next year was uh, COVID year, man. Yeah, no, because they were going to run it in um, October of 19. 
so that way it could uh, so that way it could be considered for the Oscars. The Oscars took streaming movies anyway, so um, that's why. Because usually, usually when you're a streaming movie and for the Oscars, usually they won't take them, but they have opened it up now where they will accept streaming movies. Because usually, if you go right to streaming, you have to be in theaters for like a week. I think in L.A. and in New York. Um, in order for them to be considered for the Oscars, which is kind of dumb, but whatever. Uh, but now I think they, um, I think they've changed it now and stuff. So, um, but yeah, so the release of it, um, you know, came out in November of, uh, oh yeah, it did come out theatrically in select theaters on, on, uh, November 8th. And, oh yeah, um, to qualify was, for the Oscars, yeah. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was released digitally on the 15th. Um, and it says, uh, oh, in January 2020, Netflix reported the film was watched by 40 million members over its first four weeks of release. So, I mean, we can only really go by Netflix on those numbers, but I mean, it seems like a lot of people. I mean, if that were in the movies, um, that'd be quite a bit of money. Um, yeah, 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 depending, depending on the ticket prices and everywhere else, but if you just go based on like, you know. Like let's say it was ten bucks a ticket at least. I mean that's four hundred million dollars. <laughs> at least <laughs> in somebody... the U.S. At least. In well, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, if you just kind of. I mean, I guess spitballing. I mean, I don't know what the ticket prices are in different countries and stuff and how they compare, but. Um, I mean, I guess if you yeah. just want an of that, you know, it's quite a bit of money for a animated film that you know really wasn't from Disney or DreamWorks or Big Sky. You know, none of the big ones. So, <clears throat> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. This was a a nice little one. Um, I did like the music in it. That was a that was a good one. Yep. And then, um, yeah. How how big are you guys on animated movies? I don't think I've ever really covered animated. Oh, movies. dude, Misha and dude, I we love movie. animated movies. Yeah, yeah. It's it's oh, yeah. it's kind of like our kryptonite, man. I oh, mean, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I You're mean... You're such we, a good animated movie. Yeah, and not, and not just movies, like even cartoons, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm rewatching uh, Yu Yu Hakusho on uh, on Netflix right now. Uh, so they okay. had it and uh, had a hankering for that, for example, you know. So, uh, yeah. I know a lot of adults who, are, uh, who frown uh, upon, uh, you know, uh, the animated stuff, but they're missing mm-hmm. out, man. Yeah, I think I think they're kind of lightening up now because you know a lot more of us are becoming adults, and you know we yep. we understand how cartoons and animated stuff works in real life. You know what I mean, and you know how like you know how how much creativity and how much work and everything goes into that stuff, and how great the stories can be if you have like you know if you don't have just like you know Baby Shark or something. You know what I mean? You have like, yeah. You know, you have Batman the animated series, you have X Men the animated series, you have Spider Man animated series, even stuff that comes out now, um, you know, like Claws and some of the Toy Story movies, Pixar before, like, you know, oh, they started kind of going woke. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they oh, sure. actually said something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was watching um, uh, the uh, Cuphead <laughs> show on Netflix. Uh, they they oh, okay. released, I guess second and third season simultaneously or i missed the mm. second season and then they apparently released the third i don't know what happened when but uh, i watched the uh, second and third right after each other 
and mm-hmm. uh you know i was watching it on t on a big tv and whatnot because i was making lunch or whatever and uh the af- the fiance walks into a r- the room after work or something and she's like oh you're so adorable you're so cute and i was like i mean it's a cartoon i mean <laughs> it was just this funny moment i was like of course i'm watching a cartoon i mean <laughs> i was like I thought we knew each other by now, at least a little bit, but uh, I guess we didn't. But uh, mm. yeah, it, it was this cute moment, you know. I, I mean, I've been watching cartoons, man, since I, uh, since I can remember, I think, almost. Uh, well, not since I can remember, but definitely afterwards. I mean, ever since I was like mm. three or four years old. Yeah, same. Yeah, never stopped. But I, uh, yeah, but with this one... Um, couple of things I really liked about this one movie was, um, you know, the idea of Klaus kind of being like um, this guy who used to do stuff like that, like used to deliver presents or whatever, and he kind of lost his way after his wife passed away. And Well, I don't think know, then, he delivered presents. I think he was uh, just he, a toy maker, you know? Yeah, toy maker. Yeah, toy maker. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, that he kind of lost his way on the toy making because the kids used to have toys. Um, and then they find out that, like, you know, that's what he used to do, you know, before, like, you know, they all started, like, their rivalry and stuff like that. And, which I never quite, never quite understood the rivalry thing. I don't understand why they hated each other, but I don't think that well, was really they the explained, point. they Did explained they? basically that it, it's been going on ever since they can remember from, uh, you know, before oh. they were born. And there's a little <clears throat> scene where they go back to the ancient, ancient times, you know. Oh. Uh, they basically show each other fighting among each other. Nobody really knows the reason for it, oh, but it's been oh, going yeah. on for centuries. Yeah, I remember that scene. I just didn't know if they had actually said, like, what, like a reason why. Like, oh, you stole my goat. Like, you know, or something like that. You know what I nope. mean? Like, There's also a scene I, where they say, you know, uh, do you want to go against the tradition? And then you're like, no, yeah. I don't want to go back. <laughs> but, uh, Which I but, yeah, find, I, uh, yeah. I find okay. that scene hilarious because I'm very anti-traditional, you know. So, um, mm. yeah, it speaks to me a lot. <laughs> there you Fuck go. the tradition, man. Fuck it. <laughs> but still. But, uh, but yeah, this uh, this one, I, I really liked how, like, Jesper, like, um, really turned from, like, this, like, spoiled kind of douchebag and turned on to, like, you know, being more altruist- uh, altruistic. Um, as the movie went on and everything like that, and uh, you know, falling in love essentially, and um, you know, which kind of, kind of remind, it almost seems like he took a little bit of inspiration from uh, uh, um, Santa Claus is coming to town, um, which is uh, one of the Rankin Bass ones, which you guys don't really know or watch or whatever, but um, in that one, which is one of them that me and Josh did, um. They, uh, there's this guy called the Burgermeister Meisterberger, who's essentially supposed to be like a Gestapo in World War II. And he tells the town that they can't have toys, the children aren't allowed toys. And so then eventually, like the story of Santa Claus begins. And then he ends up falling in love with like a school teacher in the town named Jessica. Mm. And um, <clears throat> he lives with like a bunch of elves and this lady who, like, you know, was a mother of the elves or whatever. And um, <clears throat> they end up like, taking him into custody and stuff like that. And um, he breaks out and then he keeps delivering the toys. And then eventually the Burgermeister dies and stuff like that. So there's a lot of similarities between that and this movie. 
uh, which I really liked because I really liked that movie. And um, yeah. if you guys ever have a chance, I'm sure it's on YouTube or something. You can go check it out because I know you guys haven't really seen any. Oh, of we got our ways. We got our ways. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> we got our ways. Yeah, because I know you guys haven't seen many of those uh, ranked bass ones because I guess they don't really get over there. But um, are they are the like, ranking bass movies? Are they TV movies? Yeah, kind of. They they were like they were made in like the sixties, and um, it's just uh, one of those things that like around here, like in America, they like play them every year. Um, I don't know how it is like outside of America, but yeah, every year they they're on like you know either CBS, like Rudolph and Frosty are on CBS every year. Um, and then on Freeform, which used to be ABC Family, um, they play like um, A Year Without a Santa Claus, uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, The Little Drummer Boy. Uh, I think there's another one um, that they play all the time. So, yeah. So, um, you know, and I used to have them. I, I think, I think we might have seen one or a few of those movies over the years, but I think they played yeah. them like. Maybe once or twice over the last 30 years, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm just guessing. But, uh, yeah, Santa Claus is coming to town. Sounds oddly familiar, but, uh, mm. yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that's what this movie really reminded me of. Not really the family clan thing, but uh, more the fact that, like, they didn't want him to deliver the presents. And that kind of goes back to what Burgermeister was doing in that movie, which he didn't want them being delivered presents because if they did, then they would be happy. And the whole point of their town was named Sumbertown. <laughs> so obviously they were supposed to be sad the whole time because they were under, you know, the right. you know, direction of the of the Burgermeister, which essentially was like a kid friendly version of saying like a Gestapo, you know. But um, right, right, right. But yeah, no. Nah. But yeah, no. Nah, I just I just found that interesting. But um, no, yeah, man, and, was, uh... and I I really like the the whole like um like the wind thing that was mm-hmm. at the beginning. And it almost looked like it wanted to take him at the beginning. And then it waited until the end, until he could join his wife. And I thought that was really, uh, uh, yeah. it was a little, a little emotional. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought it, for sure. yeah, I thought it was really nice that like, you know, they kind of brought that back at the end. Cause at the beginning you're like, the hell is the wind about? And then all of a sudden at the end, you know what that was about. So it was like her inviting him back until Jesper came. And basically gave him new life for a while and then then he was ready to go back. So which essentially kinda made him into like a you know, uh uh like a you know, a, a myth or whatever now, you know, that he comes back to once a year or whatever. But, yeah, even the whole when they're doing it at the end, he's like once a year, you know, Jasper gets to talk with his friend again. Mm-hmm. He brings like yep. two glasses of milk <laughs> and sit by the fireplace and waiting for him to show up. Yep. So it was really nice. As long as he, as long as he wasn't leaving Pepsi with that milk, then uh, I think we're all good. <laughs> Did you guys see that ad? That's a fucking awful ad. Uh, I, I saw that you put it, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not watching that." <laughs> no, man. I'm a, I'm a Coke guy. I uh, I frown on Pepsi in general. I avoid anything uh, with Pepsi. I went I went to, to uh, I went to a coffee shop. Uh, this was a few weeks ago, uh, and um, yeah, I was uh, with a bunch of uh, the uh, driver's ed uh, people because we were all writing down the, uh, what's the word, test for the, you know, regulations and whatnot, traffic mm-hmm. regulations, uh, which I failed, uh, by the way, but then I uh, took it 
two more times and I passed uh, just an FYI. But uh, basically, uh, they have they time. only have they only had Pepsi products in that shop, right? And yeah. so I'm like, oh, you don't have Coke? Okay, do you <laughs> have Seven Up? No, we don't have Seven Up. And I ask, yeah, do you have PP? PP is a local uh, split drink, uh, basically mm. uh, orange orange soda. Which is oh, great, okay. by the way. So uh, if you're ever here, take PP with you. And uh, he's like, "No, we have like a, we have Mirinda, which is another Pepsi product." I'm like, "Dude, just get me a glass of water." <laughs> <laughs> like well, the only all, Pepsi drink all, I, I drink is Seven Up, and uh, they didn't have. I was like, "Dude, you don't have Seven Up. Yeah. Just get me a glass of water." <laughs> well, first of all, it, sound, it would sound weird to me to go over there and a- ask for a bottle of PP. But uh, <laughs> hey man, uh, be, uh also, uh, Pippi is also slang for penis here, so dude, you're not that uh, far off, that, that, okay? That's 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 slang, that's slang for that here, too, as well. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically, I mean, I mean, it's an old, old company, they're like 50, 60 odd yeah. years old, and um few about 10 years ago they went bankrupt and one night they got a new owner and basically mm. they took the whole uh pp thing to heart and they their marketing is off the charts man it's it's nice. ridiculous <laughs> well that's good um yeah uh i am a pepsi guy so i think we're gonna have a uh, b-team civil war between <laughs> the coke guy and the pepsi guy but uh and i like coke pepsi. runs in my veins not the magic white powder the drink <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i think uh i think we covered everything uh milos was there anything else you wanted to cover or no no i think i think we both covered it yeah hey yeah. man um so, and, you know it's the whole premise years, i have uh... to say the whole premise of the you know the uh, kind of the underlying is something that i wanted to point out but we kind of never got around to it the whole underlying sort of theme of the movie you know, the simple act of kindness always sparks another. Mm. Yep. It really, I think, mm. I I think up the story a little bit, if you can say it like that. It's like, I think this is one of those things that are probably going to pop in and watch every year just because, like, I think it's one of those things that's going to become a classic. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. it's one of those things. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, um, you know, like, uh, like, I don't know if you guys do it over there, but we do like um like pa- uh, pay it forward, um and so like sometimes like if you're at the drive through or something, you'll be like, oh, I want yeah, 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 the yeah. person behind me, and then yeah, we then don't really starts- do that, but we are familiar with the yeah. concept, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, one great, time- uh, great movie with uh, Kevin Spacey. Oh, I didn't realize it was a movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, it's uh, a movie, man. Uh, that, it's they a movie. did a movie about it called Pay Forward. Oh, Oh shit! Really bad, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, it's um, Kevin Spacey and kids. He's a teacher. What more can you ask for? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. A really good movie, was, man. It's a really I good movie, to. man. Yeah, but one time there was uh, definitely worth, what it was. Definitely worth to worth to watch. Yeah. Um, I forgot what it was. I think it was like, I don't think it was a Dunkin'. I think it was like McDonald's or something. There was like one drive-through that. They literally were paying it forward for like, like the whole day they were open, like from like like ten o'clock in the morning until like I don't know maybe like seven or eight. It was just one person after another just kept saying, "Person behind me, person behind me." It was crazy. Um. So yeah, you know. So you do you do get that you know sense of kindness and that sense of 
thing every once in a while, you know, when we aren't, you know, yeah. bitching about whatever we believe in and stuff. And then eventually, you know, yeah. you get those like nice, nice thoughts of kindness, like you were pointing out, Milo. So that was, that was, a, yeah. that was a good point to bring out about this movie. Yeah, it's, it really uh, by the way, it's uh, <laughs> Kevin Spacey and uh, Haley Joel Osment. So uh, oh, good, uh, good, uh, good cast, good cast. Mm-hmm. Helen Hunt and Jim Caviezel and a bunch of others. Oh wow, look at that! Huh? Oh, I guess I am gonna have to yeah, check yeah, out. They... But uh, as far it's as a thousand the... movie, I believe, but like it's yeah. really good. Uh, by the mm-hmm. way, uh, as far as Klaus goes, um, I really liked uh, that they. I mean, I found it odd because uh, you know, as uh, as Europeans, uh, Milos and I basically grew up with the uh, real story of uh, Santa Claus, uh, Saint Nicholas, basically. So, you know, he was a priest and, you know, he was climbing in and, you know, just uh, giving away all his stuff or uh, Mm -hmm. just giving away, you know, just doing random acts of kindness uh, for his community. And so uh, part of me was a little bit, you know, I I frowned a bit upon, you know, setting it up in, uh, you know, Norway or uh, Mm. Finland, Scandinavia, whatever. And... um, yeah, but the way they go about it is really, really cool, and uh, you can't help but, uh, but you know, just love the characters, love the story. I mean, and J.K. Simmons says Santa Claus is, uh, you know, just, uh, just a nice touch uh, on the character and, for uh, sure. He's, uh, he's going to be coming back as Santa Claus for that rock movie, uh, Red yep. One or whatever. Yeah, that all jacked up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw I saw a trailer or something, and I was like, "Dude!" <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I get it with the whole Saint Nicholas thing. Like, you know, I I kind of wish at one point they would set one of these origin stories in Turkey, you know, so that way, like, you know, you kind of have like that like authenticness to the. Oh, if they decided of... to do, yeah, if they decided to do a real story behind real Saint Nicholas, like that would be amazing to say the least. But yeah. the the way they went about it is pretty dope, and you know, I mean, that first scene in the movie when you see uh, the little uh, male guy, you know, in the uh, mailman boot boot camp, and he's just chilling uh, in his own tent, you know, not having a care in the world, and then you know, his uh, father comes in, <laughs> drops the hammer, and uh, basically forces him to wake up, and uh, it just it, and the way it all unfolds is just amazing, you know. Um, yeah. And yeah, so for anyone who hasn't seen it and you know, you don't like animation or something, like you're I mean, I hate to say you're missing out because that's not the way, you know, to draw some people into something, but as far as uh Christmas spirit goes, like this movie this movie is amazing. I mean, especially now cuz in the Christmas season, like that's that when you that's when you tend to watch a lot more animated stuff because, you know, Usually Christmas stuff is animated to, for the most part. Oh, uh, usually, yeah. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, so I mean, you know, this would be the time to like try to like put that on, or even if you put it on with the kids or something, you know what I mean? Yep. I mean, well. even, yeah, kids, adults, like, I don't care who you are, you can't not like this movie. I mean, it just, it's for all ages for sure. So, uh, and it's, you know, the setting may be uh, Scandinavian, but they don't really, like, delve too deep into Scandinavian culture. It's pretty mm. general. 
So, uh, you know, no matter where you're from, uh, no matter like what you, you know, uh, like if you're into Christmas and, you know, spirit of the holidays and do unto others and all that good stuff, you know, like I think you'll enjoy Klaus uh, more than you think you won't. <laughs> enjoy the world. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm right. glad you got to see it uh, for the time for this review dude i mean uh, yeah. yeah i didn't know i didn't know you hadn't seen it so um no i had, I had always really seen glad it you liked it yeah i had always seen it on netflix when i was rolling through it but then i'm like ah, i got something else i need to watch or i got something else i gotta watch or whatever so it just kind of was one of those things that you know i never really got around to but uh yep. yeah no i'm glad